Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call on the Big Ass Sports Radio. It's Roll Wednesday, call. February 22nd. I'm Nick Roush. He is Justin Kalen. And TJ Walker is out. He's got a little bit of the rumbly tums. He was too fat on Fat Tuesday, Scoots. That's what it sounds like, yeah. that's You got, you got to take it easy on Fat Tuesday. You can't eat everything all at once. He tried that, and then he tried drinking everything at once. <laughs> it was a real shame. Real shame. I hope it wasn't. We, we got breakfast. Yesterday after the show, it was I, nice. I could blame breakfast. I mean, but it, it it hasn't hit me or you. That's true. And y'all ate the same thing. It's true. Bacon, very crispy. <laughs> May, oh, maybe it was the sausage. Maybe so. But then why didn't it hit me? I ate sausage. Maybe TJ's just got a weak stomach. That's true. Very vulnerable. Vul- very vulnerable. Weak soul, weak heart. <laughs> just like the Florida Gators, am I right? That's right. Kentucky takes on Florida tonight, 7 p.m., ESPN, Tom Hart, Jimmy Dykes on the call. Jimmy's going from College Station to Gainesville overnight. Scoots, I um, we're, we're going to discuss that game. We'll preview it. We're going to get to the Thornton's text line. Uh, we got to talk about Alabama. That's a whew, that's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to start with talking about the basketball action from last night because it was a good night of hoops and. Essentially, you know, I had to run some late errands, which a Kroger late night. Never go to Kroger late at night. It's it's well, that's the best time to go. It was a disaster last night. Why wines like, were out the wazoo late I, at night? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm wondering if it was um, if it was either the one that I went to or it's because they were closing up shop. But I mean, I, it was just it was like eight eight thirty. It wasn't that late, but two of the I mean, they had lines all the way halfway down the aisleway. So just, that's uh, why I'm usually a day shopper. Got to knock out those groceries earlier, but didn't get the dog food. So get back, and there's about five minutes left in the 7 o'clock games by the time I get settled in. And so I check the, the scoreboard first, right? All right, which game, what's got the closest score first? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, SEC Network, Missouri, and... Um, Missouri-Mississippi State going down to the wire. All right, pop that one on. 
And it's exciting. It's an exciting game. Uh, it's it's a few minutes ahead of the Tennessee Texas A and M game, which I was very in, interested in for a variety of reasons. Uh, Tennessee was tied with Kentucky for third in the East or in the SEC, excuse me. But if they beat A and M, Kentucky could have had a shot to potentially win out and get the two seed. That that's looking even more and more unlikely. A uh, and M will have to lose out for that scenario to happen now. Uh, but I was like, okay, you know, I, I'll just. Let's check out the end of this Missouri-Mississippi State game. Uh, I've, I've been betting on Missouri a lot this year. I mean, a lot, like two or three times. <laughs> and I've seemingly lost. Like, I, I hit the first. I've been a bad shooter. You hit that first three-point shooter, and then you just keep missing. Yep. That's what Missouri's been for me. Uh, I made my first shot. Haven't hit one since. And I would not have hit one last night. Uh, I think there were. Three and a half. Were they in our parlay? They were. Yeah. Yours, yours is the only leg that hit, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. I took Xavier Moneyline, and they lost by one. I did see that. Hey, as TJ said, Villanova, yeah. odds makers were on them. Yep. They were going to get Vegas one knows, man. They know. But Missouri-Mississippi State, it's pretty exciting. I don't know who was on the call for it, but um, Sean East from uh, – New, New Albany. Yeah, yeah, local product. Did you ever call a Sean East game? Um – don't recall, no, because he played with Romeo. He was a senior when Romeo was a senior. Aha. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I don't think I ever did. That's also crazy that it feels like Romeo Langford has been out for forever. Yeah, college basketball and forever, and Shawnee's still around. Uh, he went to like two other schools in a JUCO. Before. Yeah, he's been to UMass. He's been he played at UMass Bradley? for a year, Bradley for a year. Yeah, and then he started in JUCO. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but now point guard in Missouri. Um, Essentially, Mississippi State had to hit free throws to tie the game with 10 seconds left. Tolu Smiths, he had one of those free throws that touches every part of the rim, rolls in. Then he hits the second. Sean East goes down, gets the ball knocked out of his hands. Missouri's got about two and a half seconds to get a look based on under, uh, based on out-of-bounds play. They get their best player. They get Kobe Smith as wide open as you could get. Just under the basket for the layup. It's a little contested, but he just went too strong and overshot the rim. Overtime. So I'm just like, wow. Uh, the Mizzou Arena was shocked. <laughs> they they were ready to erupt once he got the ball and to see their best player just miss a layup. They were stunned. It was it was quite a visual on the SEC network. But it goes a commercial break, and I said, you know what? Let's let's check out. Texas A&M, Tennessee ball. Was, right was it point. a wide open layup, or was it at least well defended? He he had, like, contact behind him, but there wasn't um, anybody directly in front of him, maybe just to the side. Mm. And he just went up too high, and the ball, I mean, it was, it was one of those where he just went in too strong. Went in too strong, and was left empty-handed. It's like, man, this is a crazy... Let's turn on this. This other game's got to be really exciting. Turn it on, and uh, Carl Ravage, Jimmy Dykes almost put me immediately asleep. I was immediately just like, "Stop, stop it!" I'm, I'm, I'm so repulsed by them now. I don't, I don't think it's a me problem either. It was a tight game, and yet I didn't get the, uh, I didn't get the feel, Scoots. You know what it's like. You're a broadcaster. I, I wasn't getting the big game feel. From from Jimmy and Carl, hmm. do you, uh, do you ever get that feel from them? No, because they're so boring. 
Maybe Jimmy gets a little excited sometimes, but I don't know. I I've always liked Jimmy Dykes, and I hate that you all hate him just because of, of fatigue, you know. Yeah, and maybe that and that's was, that's really all it is. Yeah, it's it is uh, when you get the same same guys in general over and over, it wears on you. Which I understand. I mean, I I. So Who Jimmy Dykes, Stephen Bardo is kind of my Jimmy Dykes. We Indiana gets a lot of him if they play on Big Ten Network. Oh, Bardo. Fortunately, they haven't been on Big Ten Network too many times this season, so I don't really have Bardo fatigue. But I, I guess in years past I have had that situation. It also didn't help, too, that Mississippi State and Missouri, while they weren't hitting a lot of shots, they were at least taking some. There was a lot of just every possession felt like the weight of the world was on that game. Whereas A&M, Tennessee, both of those teams just grind out games. And it's so clunky. It's mm-hmm. so ugly. Um, but once the Missouri, Mississippi State went to overtime, it kind of caught up with Tennessee A&M, which, excuse I'm sure you were a little ticked off because what time did that game get off ESPN? Uh, I was actually not upset at all because I had a game last night. So, oh, so you weren't even able I to, was not even watching. I had to listen to the first half on the radio on my drive home. Well, you would have missed half of it. <laughs> At least they did put it on ESPNU, mm-hmm. the Michigan State Indiana, but it it got to 9 minutes on the clock what? in the first half before and that was just that was a, a regulation game between A&M and Tennessee. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts, yeah. Like, what, what, what are we doing here? How do, why did it go so late? A lot of reviews or the reviews um, both teams, I think, just their style of play, their slow play, a lot of fouls, uh, timeout. I, but that that was the thing is it didn't feel like anything crazy. Just college basketball games last longer mm-hmm. than what they planned for. Um, Ziggler hit a, a really big three to, I think, cut it to one in the final minute. And then A&M, they did the thing where they were trying to lose the game, Scoots, where – Tennessee's pressure got all over them. They they were Tennessee got a steal, only down one, and then Tennessee got the ball stolen from them. Mm. Yeah, it was like a, uh, as soon as the guy found an open guy on the court, Wade Baldwin came in, ripped it free. He got fouled, went down, hit two free throws to go up three, and then Tennessee missed the missed the last look at the at the rim. Um, so even though that game was kind of a, a meat grinder. Um, it did have some of it of exciting finish, and now Kentucky is in sole possession of third place in the SEC. Which is good for a buy, double buy. Correct, yeah. correct. Uh, Missouri and Tennessee are now going to be competing for that fourth spot. Um, with each team winning last night. But Kentucky most likely going to be slotted into that third spot, which is the Friday night game. It'll be the late night tip at, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock, whatever it is. So could be a late Friday night. Um, we might be a little loopy by the time that rolls around. Uh, but I did say the Missouri won. I did not think they were going. It was, it, it was looking rough there in Como for a little bit, Scoots. But you had, you had one of those uh, moments where it's just big shot, big shot, big shot. Oh, is it going to be one more? And then it rolls off the rim. Mm. Where Mississippi State, they kind of clawed to get up a look to take the lead, and then Missouri comes down, hits a three over the 6'10", Tolu Smith, to take the lead, uh, take a two-point lead. And then uh, 
on the opposite end, Mississippi State's shot just went all around the rim. I, I really thought we were going to get double overtime. Set it in it. Very exciting game. Just, uh, it's good to know like that for the longest time, the SEC was so bad. So bad. But now I, I, it does feel like we are back to a point of SEC basketball that I kind of grew up watching where you've got some pretty darn good teams at the top and then the middle of the pack is very competitive and will be a hard out in the NCAA tournament. Where does Missouri fall in that for you? Missouri is that team that can get hot from three and be a very difficult out. And they play physical, which, I mean, that's every team in the SEC. It's just a more physical brand of basketball. Uh, so, you know, if you catch some mid-major, right, like let's say Creighton, is it, they're playing Creighton in the 8-9 game. I know Creighton's got Baylor Shireman, and they got all the uh, – I'll, I'll take my chances with Mizzou. Uh-huh. In that instance, um, so that, that that was a big win for them. Mississippi State, they're probably that that all but ended their NCAA tournament hopes um, as yeah. things start to kind of take shape. The the only reason I ask that is because there's a handful of teams, and I would throw Missouri in that of just teams in the country that I cannot figure out. You mentioned Creighton; they're in that as well. Creighton, so you got Creighton, Marquette, and then Missouri. And San Diego State, you can throw them in there too. I have no idea what Ooh, to expect out of them from San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquette, I think they're now uh, they're now leading the Big East after beating Creighton. Wow, I think that's right. But it is. I mean, yeah, yeah they're first in the Big East now, ahead of Providence, fourteen and three. Um, and it's, it's usually what happens when you get these competitive leagues where they're winning some big games at home, but then they, they're susceptible to a big loss, or they might steal one on the road. Uh, because Mizzou did have that th- the, the buzzer beater at Tennessee. I, I would say you could almost add Tennessee into there just because they're, they're slumping right now. They've lost four out of five. Hard to believe they were number one at one point. Yeah, and that was almost just kind of by default. That I. I know what Tennessee – Tennessee's just a really bad offensive team that has to have Viscovi knock down a bunch of threes for them to have a shot. Him, him and Ziggler just have to hit five or six threes, at least, uh, for their offense to be to be worth a damn. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting to, into this – the, this is the fun time of year where, like, TJ was saying it the other day, just any and all basketball, I'm drinking it up. Yeah. Pouring it in my cup. Yeah. Um, is Kansas State one of those teams you can't figure out? Because they are for me. Yeah, they they would probably fall in that category as well. Yeah, kind Uh-oh. of upper middle tier of the Big Twelve where they're winning at home. But like, how good are you? It's just, I mean, Ke- Keontae Johnson is good, but I just I don't I don't how much do I trust Kansas State with this new coach? Like, I just, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know that Kansas State necessarily falls in the category in that category for me of teams I can't figure out. They're more of a team like like Gonzaga, for example, that I just don't believe in. I never will believe in them. Like I've never seen Kansas State do anything in our lifetimes. Ooh. Why why should I believe you don't them? did you forget the Frank Martin years? They had one really fun NCAA tournament run. They did, yeah. The uh the game against Xavier was a very memorable moment. I was in high school uh junior year. And we were on a trip to 
uh, the Smoky Mountains school trip. It was like you know nice. a dozen of us or so, and we had been camping in the woods. And since like the teachers, we had extra money left over in our budget, and they were like, "Y'all, y'all have busted your tails off, so we're gonna get a hotel for the last night." And the, it had a hot tub, and uh, one of the guys turned eighteen, so we all smoked cigars, and then we <laughs> watched Xavier versus uh, it was Xavier versus Kansas State. Kansas State had Billy Walker. Xavier had. Uh, Dylan Pullen? No, no. They, they all said Dylan Pulliam. But it was just like four overtimes, Gus Johnson just going, Oh, my God! <laughs> Gus Johnson, Lynn Elmore. Wait, there, there is just so much to unpack in this story. First of all, you went on a camping trip with teachers? Yeah, so a thing at DeSales, they call it Immersion Week, where it's like uh, a week of learning outside the classroom. So some people, they'll have big trips. You can go to Europe. Uh, they'll have smaller stuff around town. The tour of Louisville was the, uh, the, you know, I'm not going to do anything big. I'm just going to kind of mess around in town sort of deal. Uh, go to like old Louisville, uh-huh. visit some other historical sites. Uh, Ghostbusters was the very popular one. We'd go to like Waverly Hills at night, talk to some ghosts. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, but the camping one in Gatlinburg was a lot of fun. We, uh. When we showed up, it started snowing, and we had to like get our tents pitched before it, the snow was completely on the ground. So you said one guy turned 18. Were you all 18? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it was April. And the teachers were just cool with y'all smacking I mean, cigars? They didn't. It was like we kind of... Actually, now come to think of it, we were not all 18. He was the old one. So, uh, But it was one of those like, yeah, just don't get in any trouble. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, were, we were responsible. Did you have any... Worry that they'd go home and tell your parents? Hey, Roush was smoking a cigar on this trip. Well, I just want you to know. The, no, those te- we, were, we were cool with those teachers. <laughs> they're, 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 one of them actually might be listening to this show. So if you're listening, Sam Bob, suck it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was a very, very fun trip. Uh, yeah, I think we did have, because we were like on the, I don't think it was a motel, but we were just outside of it. And they were like, what, what are all these kids doing? Just chomping on cigars. Outside of the Gatlinburg Hotel. That's wild. Uh, nevertheless, I digress. Back to Kansas State. Um, they can suck it. Uh, who else can suck it? Xavier. Yep, yep. Missouri. Is Iowa State? Are they they aren't going to do anything, are they? They're not in the NCAA tournament, are they? Iowa State? Yeah. Yeah, they're in the top 25. See, and these Big 12 teams, you just throw them all in a pot for me. Stir them up. Throw them all in a pot. I'm going to have trouble with them on selections. They're the Big Twelve is like the Big Ten is most years this year. They're just they're all ranked, beating up on each other night in and night out. They're just not going to be ready for the tournament when it comes. Um, that that's a I like that take, Scoots. That's a good sound take. Uh, what's your take on your Hoosiers though? Are you are you worried that they can't win away from Assembly Hall? No, I, I no, I'm worried that they got completely embarrassed. That's what I'm worried about. I, it was a good game. I'm blaming it on you, actually. I, it's your fault. You, they were up 22-13. You send the text. What the heck is actually? I'm going to read it no, verbatim no, no, no. because yeah, it was, we don't need to read the text. It, it was a very well written text. <laughs> it was a very well written text. So I feel like we have to read it. You sent a text and you said. Is Indiana pro mass shooting? They're certainly playing with little regard to the emotional fragility of the folks in East Lansing. <laughs> and ever since you sent that, Indiana completely pooped their pants. So I'm blaming you for the jinxie cat. It wasn't Indiana. You got into them. It's your fault. Oh, no. 
I'm so sorry, Scoots. It was embarrassing. After after it that was, start, it, it was really like I I did not a hundred percent intend for that to be a reverse jinxy cat, but holy crap! I mean, it was almost instantly. Yeah, and then Michigan State just hit a thousand threes. They went on a what was it twenty two to seven run to close crazy. out the half after you sent that text. Crazy. Couldn't miss a freaking three. They really couldn't. Which I also, excuse you should have known going into this too. I saw the record. Indiana was or two and twenty four at yeah, the Brooklyn Center. I did not know that. That's the record now in the last twenty six after last night. Which what? Did Michigan State is that arena semi new or something? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, eighteen years old. That that record went back to ninety one, ninety two. I believe it was. How were they only playing 26 times over that span? Mm, yeah, the COVID year, we maybe didn't go there. Maybe you only did like once a year or something like yeah. that. Yeah, might have had a year where we only played them once, which would be weird because they're in the same division. So it I don't... opened in 1989. That was a great, I, great year. Kind of crazy they hadn't played that much. But, yeah, it, it was, though, um, you know, I was kind of teasing, but it was very cool to see. Like the Indiana coach, they had the Spartan Strong shirts yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the whole arena was whited out. The um, I I just it, it's it's one of those things too that even when you watch on TV, I'm sure there was just a different air being there for that game. Mm-hmm. Just a feeling that you can't. So did you watch on TV? Yes, yes, I was watching on TV. Now, granted, I didn't flip over to ESPN. You, you know, it took thirty minutes or whatever no, to get okay. over. Well, then uh, I can't really ask you about it because, from all indications I saw, I didn't get to watch the first half. Like I said, but officiating not great in terms of Indiana getting calls. I didn't notice, but I also was not as invested. Yeah, in the other way around. True. For a lot of Indiana too, they. Uh, Big Ten basketball in general, the one thing I do, Scoots, Big Ten basketball is a fun – Big Ten basketball is old man's, like, this is the basketball I used to watch back in the day. Where There was, there was one time where Trace Jackson Davis, the first possession, and this is where Indiana kind of gets away from it. He, on a pick and roll, gets a double team, kicks it out to the, the corner, open three, it's not a three-point shooter, but they completely swing it. Four outside of the perimeter, right? I mean, just one yeah. pass to another to get an open three. Bang! It's just like, man, that's the most. That's some fundamental basketball. That's the basketball your dad loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, entertaining to watch, but Indiana when they when they get when things aren't going their way, Scoots. There's a we have to just get it to Trace Jackson Davis or else nothing else is going to work at all. And the big guy Kohler for them just was ha- playing out of his mind, mm-hmm. really stepped up to the task. And when they saw him swat Trace's shot, it was like, oh, God, what are we in for here? You you could tell they got rattled quickly because their Superman wasn't there to, to stop the bleeding during that Michigan State big run. It's it's similar to the way Kentucky operated beginning of the season, no? I mean, it was yeah, it yeah. was offense isn't working. We've got to get it to Oscar. Like, yep. that's the only when option. We have to get it to Oscar. So it's it's similar to the way Indiana attacks things. And that's uh, – I'm not saying that Kentucky's a better team than Indiana. I'm pretty sure Indiana, would, if it was neutral site, would be favored slightly over Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what two and a half, three and a half points? Yeah, a hell of a game, I think. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think it would be a fun game. Uh, although Jackson Davis would be a bad mismatch, I think, on Oscar. But the one thing that Kentucky did really showed me in that Tennessee game. Now it's much different, you know, being up twenty at half versus against a bad offensive team like Tennessee. Uh, but when the Vols hit some shots, they they stopped the bleeding. And it wasn't always just because Oscar got some, you know, it was Chris Livingston getting some garbage putbacks, right? Like uh, Kaysom Wallace hitting a tough two from 12 feet as the shot clock wound down. That That's a, those are some signs of a good team is being able to respond when another team is on a run mm-hmm. and, you know, not always having to, to roll out one guy. Which, by the way, uh, did Jalen Huchifino get a triple-double last night? He did not, no. What's what's his has he got close this year? Oh, I no no shot, <laughs> no dumb bet. Has he even had a double double? I think he has had one double double. Yeah. Okay, it's like all the way out, but close. Yeah, that was a dumb bet. You know what? But luckily, I got you to make a dumb bet with me about the Lakers. So oh no, they're gonna make it. No way. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Uh, but hey, Scoots, it's okay. Um, your Hoosiers are. Despite the loss, they're in good. And they're what like uh, they were the they were the fourth seed in that early preview show. Mm-hmm. That'd be the second best seed of your lifetime, right? Uh, yeah, unless you count the early years. Yeah, the best like the early nineties. Yeah, yeah, that I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Purdue this weekend at Purdue. What could go wrong? Two straight losses. But, hey, you at least get to finish the year with Iowa at home. That's true. Trace's senior day, he's going to have 30 and Mich- points. And Michigan. We end with Michigan. Oh. Yeah, that's right. There's two there. Wow. Not going to be a dry eye in the house. No. Iowa, that team stinks. Although, Trace can come back for another year. He's in a similar situation as Oscar. Huh. We'll see. With nil, you never know anymore, right? You never know. You never know. I did mention Iowa. Did you see Fran McCaffrey loses marbles the other night? Again? Yeah. He he is um, – I would just hate to – I can't imagine playing for that guy. Can you imagine being the athletic director at Iowa and always having to answer for that clown? Well, Gary Barter, he didn't care. There's nobody holding him accountable. So, um, But I do – like, Fran McCaffrey is a sideshow. Very funny to watch. Fran McCaffrey is a coach. Get him the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. He just—he's—he's he's like a cartoon character with smoke rolling out of his ears. I don't want him. I don't want to watch him as a coach or the sideshow. Get just get him completely out of here. He's a loon. Get him out. Get him out. Sash Wednesday, Scoots. The start of Lent. Start of Lent. You giving up anything for Lent? Um, I don't know. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about doing the whole alcohol thing. It's March Madness, buddy. It's a bad idea. Yeah, it is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, we don't – but I, I think here's the thing, Scoots. I I try to use it as a, a reset because my New Year's resolution has failed by now. <laughs> um, so we're, we're pressing the reset on the diet. I did get a little fat last night, and I ate a bowl of, bowl of Fruity Pebbles before bed. I was snacking. You know, what can I say? But – I think the the way to go about it, Scoots, is instead of giving up something, you just do something extra for one. You make you yeah, find time so, for something. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's once a week you you hang out with the nieces and nephews. That's this might be doable, right? Uh, yeah, but I need I need something more meaningful. I feel like 
Okay. Like, this isn't going to happen, but for example, like, uh, say in the rosary once a day or once a week or something like that. Okay. You could even just do, oh, you know what you could do? See, this is how they get people in raising money. Like, oh, you, you don't have to give a lot of money. Just a little bit stacks up over time. A decade a day. You do your 10 Hail Marys and you honor our father. That's a rosary in a week, buddy. That's true. Boom. There we go. Maybe I'll do something like that. We're making progress. Making progress. Excited to get back in the fried fish eating business. I found one mass time that's not going to conflict with this radio show or tonight's basketball game. So nice. I'll see you at noon, most blessed sacrament. <laughs> noon o'clock. Got rocking mashes all day. Oh, yeah. How yeah. long How long are you at home until they're wiped off by Duke? Oh, it's going to be hot outside today, so very quickly. That's true. Be, yeah, it's almost 80 today. Yeah, almost That's 80. That's amazing. Uh, he was pooped yesterday because was, it was playing outside all day. Um, what was kind of fun, we we walked to a new park by our house. We have a couple playgrounds within walking distance, and one of them, the reason why we didn't go is you've got to cross some of the quote-unquote big roads, Scoot, mm. so it's a little bit busier. Uh, but there, we have a community center, and at the community center, there is a – uh, it's called a futsal court, but it's five on five soccer where they got nets all the way around. It's AstroTurf. And I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I'm not good at soccer, <laughs> so I would just be like gripping it and ripping it. But these guys were fun. And Duke was not, he was not completely, uh, like I'm glad he didn't get a hold of it because when we went the other day, he just wanted to play soccer ball. This time he just wanted to watch for a little bit. And then uh, bang on the drums. <laughs> Big bang on the drums, Scott. But we had, a, we had a good day outside yesterday. We'll have another good day today. Um, it's supposed to rain later. Yeah. It's yeah, a pretty it, bad storm. It did rain a little bit uh, overnight as well. So hopefully you get to enjoy some of these record highs. If you're celebrating Ash Wednesday, um, best of luck to you. Fasting and doing all of your, your Lenten sacrifices to try to get yourself right uh, this spring. And... Uh, Stick around. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Kentucky, Florida. They play tonight, 7 p.m. on ESPN. I'm Nick Rouch. He's Justin Kalen. This is the Big X Sports Radio. I keep away from a run-around sewer. Whoa. TJ Walker's out, so this is a sing-along edition with Nick Roush and Scooter Magooter. You want to keep going? You want me to keep the music rolling? You can just sing it for us? I have karaoke the song you played us out on, Run Around Sue. Carry that at checks. <laughs> Which, karaoke at checks. I was well below the average. Man, I can't, remember, I can't remember what he was singing last week, but John Spears was in here. Either Thursday or Friday, and he was belting out a song. He was getting that deep voice that you always use. 
He brought that out. Oh, nice. I bet Spears could sing some karaoke. And he, I asked him, I was like, I bet you're pretty good. And he goes, oh, I'm I'm really See, good. See, we need more church choirs with the deep John Spears voice. <laughs> Baritone in the background. Just providing a little bass. No trouble. <laughs> no trouble. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call. Big X. A game day edition of game day. Kentucky Roll Call. We're going to get to your text on the Thorns text on Thorns, your one-stop shop, for all you need to get you fueled on your way every single day. Stop in a convenience store, pick up a cup of coffee, maybe an energy drink, soda, a bite to eat, a donut. Donuts will make you go nuts. That's also how you get a, a, a donut is a good way around any sort of one uh, abstract. Abstention, abst, abst, abstin, abstinence. So just go get you a donut. You'll be, it'll brighten up your day at Thornton's. Down the Refreshing Rewards app, they'll send you bonus bucks, whether it's money off fuel, uh, frequency rewards. Uh, they got it all at Thornton's. Have I told you my Thornton's dilemma oh, you have with the story? cashier? Oh, no. So this lady, I've seen her at... At least two of the Thorntons around this area. Maybe maybe three of them. Okay. And I, every time I see her, I'm like, why do I freaking know this girl? And I could never figure it out. And then finally, I saw a picture on Facebook of this girl I used to date. It's her sister. I could never put it together that that's who that was. Hmm. So I finally figured that out, I guess, middle so of last week. you to holler? No, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention something now. Like, hey, I've thought you looked familiar for years and i finally figured out who you are turns out i kissed your sister that's right just once she wasn't a good kisser oh yeah we didn't last very long oh interesting very actually fun fact piecing it all together that girl's dad was the reason i worked at walmart whoa yeah Was he the one that hired you? He's the one that hired me, correct. Wow. <laughs> I came So home. his daughter wasn't good enough, but the lady, the other lady at Walmart was. That's right, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Scoots. You dog. Yeah, I came home for the summer one I think this was after my freshman year of, of college and he was like, Oh, you need a job? I was like he was he was like, I'll hire you at Walmart. We're getting ready to do a renovation. And I was like, Yeah, I'm perfect. That that works. Little did I know. Oh man. Oh, that's fun. Fun to piece it all together. Uh, it is fun to piece it all together. Well, let's piece together some text on the Thorns text line. We got some football news I do want to touch on, uh, as well as, uh, oh, yeah. Do you have story. any idea where we're at? Yeah. I don't. Resume comparison time, TCU 8-10, and 10, 10 combined, quad 1 and quad 1, 2 wins, and a quad 4 loss, 6 seed. UK 18-9, and 9, 9 combined, quad 1 and quad 2 wins, and a quad 4 loss, 10 seed. Make it make sense. Well, uh, texture. The good thing is, is that did change yesterday. UK jumped up into the eight nine game in pretty much every bracketology. But uh, a lot of this, uh, I think, Scoots is going to come down to Big Twelve as the the darling league. Mm-hmm. They're going to get rewarded, yeah, for playing in the Big Twelve. I mean, we've seen years like that in the past. Whether it was the Big Ten, ACC, whatnot, it, yeah. it happens. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what you can count it, uh, chalk it up to. Um, and you know what, Kentucky, they might even get benefit from being a name brand. We don't want to say it out loud, but we'll say it about other schools. 
Oh, we can do they're getting it. Maybe it comes maybe it comes down to the Kansas game. TCU beat Kansas, Kentucky didn't. Three seed difference. Bam. <laughs> Easy. I don't know if it's that much <laughs> of a difference. But um you know that uh, and some of it's gonna like we have to remember too, because it did change yesterday, a lot of the bracketology stuff, it's as of this moment. That's not it's not necessarily a, a lot of things can change here at the end if Kentucky gets hot, stays hot. Which, because now would be the time you would be worried, right? Like just when they start playing well, then they take a step back. Going on the road against a Florida team, you only beat by five at home with Matt Castleton or Colin Castleton. See, and that's the thing; he's out. And they're just kind of they kind of stink without him. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. Can it sounds like lazy analysis, but. If they hit a bunch of shots, then they can win. But without Castleton, he had 25-8 and two or three blocks last time. Held Oscar at only 2 of 14 from the floor. TJ sent us some thoughts this morning when he let Ooh. us know he was going to be out. The, the TJ Walker Thornton stuff. He, he talked about Castleton. He said, Florida stinks without Castleton. UK is inconsistent. And Vegas thinks tonight will come down to the wire, but it really shouldn't. Also, Florida doesn't have an identity. Without Castleton, a lot of one-on-one stuff, but UK's guards should be able to hold their own. They'll still try to shoot a lot of threes. If they're falling, it could be a bad night for UK, but still it shouldn't be. See, and before we move on a little bit further, this shouldn't be part – that's where I just hope – you know, I mentioned you you kind of see the steps throughout the season um, where some players step up and others' absences. Another step up is – not playing with your food against teams that you're better than. Mm-hmm. I mean, like going down there and being the aggressors. You got to just take it right to them. Put them on their heels early. Yeah. Because what Cal Perry is preaching right now is that this is a desperate Florida team that has to win to get into the NCAA tournament. They still probably don't have a shot. And I'm sure the the thing that's going in the back of their minds right now. Their coach is trying to get them to believe and buy in and to kind of figure out life after Colin Castleton. If you punch them in the mouth, they're going to doubt that they're worth a damn without Colin Castleton. Oh, yeah. Just, and that, that doubt is going to creep in because that dude they're bringing in, Jatoba, he's a, he's a brick you-know-what house. He's enormous. But he's not Colin Castleton. Have they already played a game without Castleton? Yeah, and they were they looked bad against Arkansas. It was kind of close in the first half, and then Arkansas went on a 17-2 run in the second half. Who's the team in the SEC with the baby shack? You know what I'm talking about? Dude's like seven foot one, probably 350. Is that LSU? I can't remember who I was watching, and I saw this guy. I was like, holy smokes, he's big. Yeah, and I'm... I'm... I want to say it's I'm kicking myself because I even wrote about Baby Shack and I didn't. Uh, oh, do they actually call him Baby Shack? There's there's some guy with a nickname Baby Shack. No, actually, take that back. That was a recruit. So now that's coming back to me. Um, no, Arkansas has a has a guy that like their guys are big and physical. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who you're. I'm going with LSU. Through. I'll figure it out during the next break. Okay, yeah, you you figure that out. Uh, TJ also wanted to add to that Florida will try to get to the free throw line. 12 of their 31 first half points against Arkansas came from the stripe. Hmm, interesting. They'll probably try to get Case and Oscar in foul tr- trouble. Bofa need to play smart. And What's Bofa? Bofa these players. 
particularly Kaysen, because on Kentucky's injury side, it doesn't sound like Severe Wheeler or C.J. Frederick will be back in action tonight for the Cats. And I just Kaysen's been playing really, really well lately. I think over the last the last three games, twenty three assists, five turnovers. It's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn good. They need to keep Kaysen Wallace on the court tonight. Um, he got an extra day's rest after that thirty nine minutes. Uh, so, yes, stay out of foul trouble. Uh, and one f- final thing, Florida's coach is an analytics dork in tonight's game will probably take a long time with a lot of reviews. That's not what we want to hear. It's not. And here's the thing, too, Scoots. I used to complain about the 9 o'clock games. Kind of like them. Really? Well, it's after bedtime. So even though I'm going to be sleepy the next morning, it just – it. Uh, tonight it's just – yeah, get them both down could be could be a task. So it's wild how your whole life just revolves around kids, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe make them go to bed at six thirty. Yeah, that, that's not how it works. <laughs> not how it works. But I think we've got a better game plan to where I'm. It'll be minimal time message for me, where I can feed instead of t- putting Duke down, feed baby with phone, so I can watch the game on the phone. Why don't you pause it? Stay off Twitter, and then you got fast-forward well, time through commercials. And I've done that before, but sometimes it can just be lengthy. So I don't know. I might I might do that, um, but we'll we'll see. We have pretty cool technology now, Ralph. you got to take advantage of it. You're right. You're right. But You don't have to pop in a VHS anymore and hit that record button. It's a lot easier. No, you're exactly right. <laughs> um, the, it is just playing catch-up the whole game, though. I've, I've ran into that situation before. It's not as fun. Hmm. Not as fun. But should be a good game. As TJ said, Vegas thinks it's going to be a close game. Three and a half was the opening line. Haven't checked it this morning. Um, so maybe you can do that, Producer Scoot, see if there's been any signals. Three and a half? Or. That's a gift. Like what? Yeah, because Florida would have been favored if Castleton was playing. They think he's worth four and a half points. So I think he's worth more. But this is um, ah, this is one where... I'm kind of with TJ where it shouldn't be close, but it probably will be closer than we like. Kentucky has to squeak out a win at the O-Dome. Kentucky is still three and a half. Oh, okay. Over under 139 and a half. Interesting. Let's get back to some text on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450 is the number. It was a par five, and he had a putt for eagle. Is no, this the John Rom. The John Rom shot. Mm-hmm. Scoot showed it to me. He did just... He went from hitting one out of bounds and just bangs off of the stands and rolls, what, six inches from the cup? Yeah, it, was, it was probably closer to five feet. But, yeah, a, a putt they hit every time. <laughs> right, right. Well, six inches for me is a five-foot <laughs> putt for them. Five-foot putt for me might as well be 25. Absolutely. Purdue will be an Elite Eight out. Standard tournament result for them. It would take an NBA coach watch to 20 minutes of film to beat them. Just for CD to run. He can't. He tires. And then he fouls quickly. I do agree with they'll be an early out. Don't know that I necessarily agree with the ED take. Yeah. He's he's in pretty good shape for being his size. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you there. But they do, they do feel like an Elite Eight team. Because mm-hmm. am I right in that Purdue's never been to a Final Four? Never. This... Uh, actually, I think they went to one. They did go to one? I think they've been to one. Yeah. That's just it, – it's, it's just shocking. 
because you would just assume Purdue with Gene Cady there forever. And they were always good, but I guess that's the difference between good and great. Never being able to get over that hump. Uh, they've been to two Final Fours. Two Final Fours, yeah. okay. But one of them was 1931, so we're not going to count that. Throw it out. Oh, John Wood was on that team. No. Huh? Maybe. <laughs> no shot. You sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> he played at Purdue. I know that. It's a chance. Oh, man, I'm going to be so happy when he was. We, we look it up and he was on that team. <laughs> he was 1932 Player of the Year. So he was. <laughs> yeah, suck it, Scoots. <laughs> Take that, I didn't it, think there was it. any shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was old in the 70s. Well, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Scoots. How's that L taste? <laughs> Almost as bad as yesterday's. Oh, here we go. We've got we've got some book titles for the Indiana book. So this is perfect. Because um, we, were, we were trying to figure out the name. Better Than Advertised was the name of the book. But this texture has some good creative title names. Tom Crean, How to Make Out with Family and Alienate People. <laughs> Tom Crean, colon, How to Lose a Championship in 10 Days. <laughs> oh, man. Pretty remarkable how bad he was with that team with Zeller and Oladipo. Yeah. They lost so many games. With Zeller, by the way, he's back in the league, going to the Miami Heat. Oh, good for him. When they lost, I, I remember that team losing on a backdoor cut to Illinois. You're just like, how are you losing on backdoor cuts? Yeah. You're the number one team in America. Tom Crean. Tom Crean. <laughs> Not coaching defense. That is another thing, too. Indiana teams just. In, the state of Indiana has a cultural bias against defense. Not fans of it up here. Mm, I don't know that I agree with that. Indiana, Indiana specifically hangs their hat on defense this year. Eh, every time I watch them, I'm like, eh, bad defense. Hmm. That's kind of been their identity, so I'm surprised to hear you say that. It's mostly just the high school ranks. It's just all let's shoot threes and not play defense. Mm-hmm. That's that's where that comes from. Which, by the way, uh, district tournaments underway in the state of Kentucky. That's right. The Big D, DeSales, got the big win over <laughs> Western. Sent the dubs home early. Had a nice little comeback. It's a big win. Yeah, yeah. Western was one of the, I think they were ranked in the top 25. Wonder if St. X was able to take care of the Brown Bears last night. I think they were able to take care of the Brown Bears. <laughs> um, but that game, Western to Sales, that, it was a one-point game for the final minute. They just It was yakety sacks trying to close that one out. Sales ended up about three. And then the nightcap, Butler and Iroquois, one-point game. So... Some exciting action there at the old Doss High School. There was also some drama, too, Scoots, where they had to move uh, the student section because mm-hmm. of complaints. Where uh, the students tried to sit at one place, and then the Western parents were harassing them, so then they moved. The only empty place was behind the Western bench. The Western AD complained, and so then they moved the students up onto the stage. So it was just a bunch of students on the stage. On the stage? Yeah, which I don't... Like at the end of the court? Yeah, which I don't know how... It's a pretty crappy place to watch a game. Yeah, I've had to broadcast from that spot before, like on the stage at the end of the court. It's terrible. I can't imagine being a student trying to cheer there. And most... See, I like an end zone view, but you can be blocked by the basket. Right, right? yeah. Like, the, the at Knights Hall, the end zone view is great from certain angles, but sometimes it's just horrific. So... um that's underway right now. I know we've got another full slate of games tonight. I don't think there were any 
big time upsets around the state. Saw Lexington Catholic got a win. Uh, so nothing too crazy shaking up lately. Um, but, you know, about half the teams are going to be eliminated. This week, regional tournaments start next week. Let's see. We got any good local games here. Um, Lexington Christian versus Tates Creek. Uh, no, no, that's not going to be any good. Yeah, maybe a little light on tonight. But nevertheless. Who's Tate and why does he get a creek? I don't know. I don't really understand. Holy Cross Fairdale? Holy Cross better than expected. Trinity and Atherton. That's going to be a barn burner. That's for the district championship? How is that? Trinity's district is Western, or excuse me, Wagner, Atherton, and Seneca. Whoa. And the Highlands, Latiner, Highlanders? Give me a freaking break. Of course Trinity got that district. Get him the hell out of there. Dorks. Yeah. Get him out of there. Another text on the Thorns text on says, Hey guys, if you want to shorten the game, you're missing the most obvious solution. Actually, shorten the game. Instead of 15 minutes quarters, make them 10 minutes or 8 minutes. Then the people who travel an hour or two for the game will have just enough time to get a beer and a hot dog before driving back home. Seriously though, the only change that makes sense is eliminating the consecutive timeouts. If you really want to speed up a game, I suggest you move on to the slowest moving game ever, baseball. Oh, they're shortening their game. Adding all kinds of new rules. They pitcher stop clock shot or pitch clock, right? Pitch clock, yeah. That'll speed it up significantly. Yeah. The um Yeah, I just disagree with this texture a lot because it's these games are very long. Getting rid of the time the, the clock stoppage after a first down. You know what? It also it the other part of it too, Scoots, because we were talking about this for the incompletions. Four-minute offense is now easier because if you get a first down, the clock doesn't stop. It's still right. rolling. Yeah, that's true. So you're gonna you're gonna take away a couple possessions a game. I like it. I like it a lot. See, the thing is, and here's always been my thing with sports in terms of speeding the game up. It one simple solution for every single sport across the country: just get a replay booth, like have. New York looking at the replays instead of the officials on the field. And instead of them going over to a monitor, how about just them pick up a phone? Hey, what's the call? Oh, okay, he was out of bounds? Awesome. Let's move on. Like, we, we don't need to spend 15, 10, 15 minutes on these reviews. It's just gotten so ridiculous. Well, SEC football has gotten pretty expeditious with it because they have not only the people upstairs, they have replay officials upstairs, they have somebody at in in Birmingham, mm-hmm. like in a room in Birmingham, helping them out. So they've become pretty quick, and um, I know a couple of replay officials. They don't have a shot clock per se, but they do have a. Here is your. Like it should only take X amount of time, mm-hmm. right? Like if you can't figure it out right away, then then kind of move on. Just let the call stand. Basketball is the one that it's so like they need some sort of centralized thing because yeah. it should not. A lot of times it's just an out of bounds call that somebody could take a quick look at and just tell them. Well, and that's the thing, the eye if, in the sky sort of deal. If there's ever a situation in a game where you're thinking, okay, a review is possible here, yeah, there should be somebody in a centralized location looking at that, and by the time they announce, okay, we've got to review this, that review should already be made. The, the, the call yeah. should be already happened. And phoned in to those officials. That that would speed up all of sports so much. Especially in, in 
college basketball is the worst about it because it's always stuff that they almost they have right. Why are you going and taking another look at it? Yeah, they're, they're um, gotta trust yourself. Right, right. There's there's like such a very low barrier for them to be like, well, let's go take a look. Like it should be more difficult for them to go to the monitor. There should be a higher bar. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's all willy nil. Uh, okay, let's check it out just in case. Takes up a lot of time. And Scoots, we ain't got no time. That's right. We're up against the top of the hour break. Come on. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk about the big story in college basketball yesterday. Alabama, Nate Oates, Brandon Miller. It's a real poop show. We've got a little football news as well. Scott Satterfield making headlines. The gift that keeps on giving, just like the Jelly of the Month Club. We're going to give you some more radio. One more hour when we return right here. Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, Justin Kale on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back in to hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. On the big sports radio, 97. We're on 96.1. Why was I saying 97? I don't know. 1450 AM, 961 FM. You've worked here a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Very long time. Yeah, we're going on uh, six. This is year six? Yeah. Whew. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Getting old. This is also my sixth year at Big X. You know what ages like a fine wine? Salsaritas. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Never gets old. Just any day of the week. Scarf it down. So good, so fresh, so clean. I know that right now a lot of a lot of the Catholic folk like, okay, gotta do something different. Can you eat can you eat meat a day or two a week? Salsaritas. We'll take care of you. Shrimp is back. Their shrimp is so good too. Maybe I'll stop there. I gotta go to Midway tonight, cover a basketball game. Ooh. Maybe I will stop in and get a shrimp quesadilla on my way out of town. Ooh, shrimp quesadilla or shrimp taco. Also, something that's really grown on me in my adult age, just Beans and rice. Mm. Bean and rice burrito with the fresh salsa there. I like the hot salsa. Scoots is more of a mild guy. And I got to have meat in my burrito. I can't be eating beans and rice. Eh, Give it a try. Mm, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. They got two locations. Scoots can hit up that Middletown one with a drop-through. Very efficient. In and out. In a hurry. It's even on your way out of town. Absolutely. Download the Salsaritas app before you go. Save yourself some time. Save yourself some money. Salsaritas, it's simply the best. Scoots, yesterday the college basketball world got, uh, I don't want to say flipped upside down, but shocking shocking news. Yeah, I I was watching the Indiana game last night, and I saw it flip across the bottom on the ticker, and I was like, wait, what? That's huge. Also pretty wild, uh, how they were presenting Nate Oates' statements on the Twitter, mm-hmm. which 
Oh, man. That, that's, oh, we'll get to that. But the, the, the story that happened, the news that happened yesterday, um, I'm sure you've heard it by now, but this was back in, what, December? Where Darius Miles, an Alabama basketball player, was charged with capital murder. Well, yesterday, police testified that he was not the only Alabama basketball player involved in that shooting at the Strip. Another player involved in the shooting was Brandon Miller, who is averaging, what, 18-7 and seven a game, yeah. going to be the SEC Freshman of the Year, future lottery pick. Maybe the, the nation's Freshman of the Year. The be- he's the best player on arguably the best team in college basketball. And police testified that he provided the gun in the shooting. Hmm. Now... I'm not an expert on legal affairs, but they said that they didn't have enough to charge him with anything. Giving the gun, providing the murder weapon sounds like... Enough to get charged. Yeah. Even if it's just charged. Not even convicted of anything. Because, you know, who knows? It could have been... He could have given him... the, The timing of it may have to do with the semantics of the situation. Um, but uh, as as police said, there's there's phone records of him texting him to bring it. And then them showing up and saying, yep, it's there. And the part that's, that's even crazier in the story, it's not like he just showed up, said, here you go, and then left. At one point... Um, the woman who, um, let me, I'm, I'm really bad with names. There is a lot of names in this, so I apologize for that part. Uh, Jamea Janae Harris. She was an ex-girlfriend. She was trying to leave. And Brandon Miller and Jane Bradley, another Alabama basketball player, they were in their cars. They were blocking her from leaving. And that's when uh, uh, Darius Miles pulled a gun out of the backseat of a car. Shots were fired. People left. Is she the one that got killed? Yes. Okay. Pretty sure she was the ex-girlfriend. And then there was another woman that was with her. But it um, messed up. Yeah. And... It's also, I mean, trying to imagine this at Kentucky or Louisville or Indiana. I mean, I remember how much people freaked out when, who was it in Indiana that got hit by the car? Um, I know. Gosh, who was Deron Davis, maybe? Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was kind of a wild story, mm-hmm. too. But trying to imagine this at a bigger program, the level of, Five alarm fire. I mean, that would be the equivalent of this same situation happening, and Casey Wallace is the one that gave the gun to um, Antonio Reeves. And yeah, I mean, it's just—it's so crazy to think of it in that terms. Mm. But it, it is—it's why—it's a nuts. It's—it's just—it's hard. That's part of the story is just hard to fathom, and then. With the DA saying, um, 
why he wasn't charged. They said, that's not a question I can answer. There's nothing we could charge him with. That it's it's just if I was the part of the victim's family, I would be very upset that not all parties are being seemingly. It, it doesn't make any sense. We know he gave him the gun, but we can't charge him with anything. There's a, there's a charge in there and, somewhere, and they were essentially a part of it. Like you would think, some sort of accessory thing would happen mm-hmm. when they're blocking them from their way out, and then they brought the gun yeah. to the crime. But then, this is where, right? They, they say it's not always the crime; it's the, it's the cover up that gets you. Nate Oates went and said the dumbest thing you could possibly say while trying to downplay the situation. We knew about that. Can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time. You can say that about, I don't know, we, we could probably maybe say that about some of the guys in that frat party fight, right, that mm-hmm. we talked about so much last year. I don't think you could say that about that in this case. No. When you literally brought the murder weapon to the scene, Nate Oates has risen to where he is in coaching in part because he's a smart guy and he's overly confident and brash. He did not use the right amount of care, of careful language that you need to in this situation. It looks like nobody is taking this seriously. That's what it looks like. And he issued a statement later on in the night. It was just some, you know. Trying to backtrack. Yeah, I didn't mean what I said, blah, 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 blah. But the damage was already done. Already done. And that was the part of the ESPN ticker. Like, they led with that. Mm -hmm. It's like you're leading with his BR... BSPR cover up like come on ESPN make that second because that's the chronology of which happened but nevertheless the problem for Nate Oates now he's looking indifferent like his basketball program matters more than a human life damn it probably does basketball no doubt it means a lot to, to folks. It's his occupation. I'm sure he takes it very seriously. But you can't, you just can't say what he said and how he said it. Because now you're getting in a situation, I mean, he's not Dave Bliss, but my God, that's, that's what happened at Baylor, right? You had players murder each other and the coach tried to cover it up. Mm-hmm. This feels like the coach is trying to downplay his teammate. He's just like, okay, well, one guy did it. So we're just going to kick him off the team. We're going to wash our hands from this and move on. Well, you can't kick Brandon Miller off the team. He's your best player. That's what I'm saying. So he's like, all right, we're going to act like Brandon Miller. He's not in any trouble because he's not getting charged. So we're just going to kick the actual murderer off. And all you other guys that are involved, like, let's just move on. It's the one thing I'll never really understand about good athletes, like guys like Brandon Miller, who just have everything, I mean, handed to them on a silver platter. He's got a great future in front of him. If I'm in his situation, I'm not coming anywhere close to anything like a gun, 
drugs. I'm not getting near any of that. I am keeping my head down. I'm playing basketball. I'm getting to the next level, and I'm going to make a hell of a lot of money. And then I, if I want to make those stupid decisions, I can do that. Yeah, and that is there is like a – once you reach a, sh- a certain age, there's only a couple things that can really get you in trouble. Guns and DUIs, right? Yeah. Not a whole lot else. I mean, they don't even drug test for weed anymore. Right. In the professional ranks. So, yeah, it it's a mess down there. Does it derail it, their season? See, and that you know what I was thinking, Scoots? Because Oates is going to try. I, I'm curious what the athletic director is going to do. And his name escapes me right now, but he's an old Mitch Barnhart guy. Old Mitch Barnhart Decisal. I think his name's Byrne. I'm interested to see if, if the AD is going to force Oates to suspend Miller and Bradley for some amount of time. But the part is, is Oates said that they knew about it. Mm-hmm. Which, man, I, I, I do know one thing though. This is every time we get into the who's going to be the coach to replace John Calipari. <laughs> it's two guys in one year that are might have eliminated themselves, and Chris Beard, and now. Potentially Nate Oates and we, his handling of the situation. We have a text about that on the text line. <laughs> they throw one more coach in as well. It's crazy. Oh, Holtman also in that. Oh, God. He's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Scratch him off the list. So, basically, you're Bryce Drew or bust. <laughs> <laughs> or Scott. It's Scott, it's Scott Drew, right? I can't, Scott Drew, yeah. Scott, Scott's at Baylor. Get those brothers mixed up. It's a mess at Alabama. I don't know how they're going to have it moving forward. And here's the thing, too, Scooter. I keep thinking of when you have, like, the Deshaun Watson stuff, how are broadcasters going to talk about it during games? Yeah. How's Jim Nance? If Alabama is in the Sweet 16, they're the a, a one seed playing against uh, Indiana. Probably getting the Jim Nance. How's Jim Nance going to talk about that? Right. Because you, you, it's the elephant in the room. You have to at least mention it. I think if it depends on if Miller's playing or not. If Miller's playing, I don't – me as a broadcaster personally, I would probably just stray away from it. Now, if he's not on the floor, then it's then it becomes a storyline that you bring up. But I, if, he, if he's out there, I stray far away from it. I think it. you have to if he's on the floor. I think you have to acknowledge it. Maybe. But Jim Lance is a pro, though. It would just be quick passing. The one thing they can't do is they can't – make it some sort of, well, they had to overcome a lot of adversity because mm-hmm. their teammate murdered somebody. And that's kind of what you had with the Henry Rugg situation, where, yes, they did, but it's also, like, for all the wrong reasons, right? So, I, it's just Alabama, number one for the first time since early 2000s. And now they've got a murder that they're having to – sift through, and so far, they've done a pretty horrible job. Mm -hmm. Pretty, pretty horrible job. Let's get back to the Thorns text on 502-414-1450. Oh, here's a nice palate cleanser. What's your best golf club to swing if you had to choose one out of the bag? What's yours? Driver? No, because I'm inconsistent with it. Um, 
probably uh no you know what it is it's my driver safe club four iron there you go i hit the hell out of that four iron out of the rough my best shot mine is <laughs> Second shot save. mine is this is the easiest question i've ever had on the text line pitching wedge no question uh, that's but a good one to be it's my favorite club that's the club i'm most consistent with from anywhere from about 110 yards in i'm i'm solid that's need to get there need to get there one day my, my short game. Another text says, Roush, I'm on the Lakers train with you that they make the playoffs at plus 170 current value. Oh, man, I should get some Throw plus down. money. Yeah. Lakers are much better with Russell and could be a legacy for LeBron. If he doesn't make the playoffs, time to prove Scoot's wrong. You know what? I didn't realize this either, but that the all-star break is technically two-thirds of the way through the season. It's yeah. just their postseason so long, it, it's the midway point. I mean, I don't start playing again until tomorrow been a whole week yeah I, I love the point somebody made the other day fix the all-star game they can't even get players to play in real games <laughs> did you see the Lonzo ball tweet that ESPN had I missed that man it's, so he's getting shut down for the year it's all that and it was some word salad to say that, like, we're shutting him down because he's got a lingering knee issue, uh, injury. And uh, I just, I want to get the exact verbiage because it is very, <laughs> it's very amusing. Um, oh, scrolling, scrolling, and here it is. Um, oh, come on. Where did it go? Oh, my goodness. I, I, my apologies, everybody. <laughs> I thought I had it, I didn't. Uh, Lonzo Ball. Oh my gosh! All right, I I lost it. I'm done. I will say though, I I did see the Same quote about Anthony Edwards. Did you see his quote? No. He basically came out and said he doesn't understand the whole load management thing. He was like, there could be somebody coming to your game or coming to the game that has just enough money for a ticket, and you're gonna sit out. I just like I, just play the game. The Bulls announced that Alonzo Ball will not return this season as he continues to experience performance-limiting discomfort during participation in high-level basketball-related activities. <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> this is a book. It is such a load of word salad bullcrap. It sounds sounds good, so people will buy in. I just wild to me, wild to me that. We live in a world where they're getting paid. They're getting paid to not do their job. Oh, it's crazy. And there's nothing to Kind of like Rihanna in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's been 23 years since Big Ten has won a title and Scooter's dog in the ACC with the unpredictable year 23 has been. Would anybody be surprised if an ACC team makes the Final Four or wins a national title? Yeah. Final yeah. Four, no. National title, yes. Yeah, because I. Who's it going to be? Virginia? No, it can't be. Miami? Clemson? I mean, Miami's probably the right answer. Like, I'm dogging on the ACC for a reason, Texas. I'm probably going to pick Miami to go on a run. Mm. They don't, they're getting slept on. Nobody believes they. They have some high-level players. Uh, Isaiah Wong. Uh, they got another wing, too. Wernega, right? He's been there before. You trust the coaching. Do you trust the coaching? Dude's like 98 years old. He's been to the Final Four? That's true. With George freaking Mason. Weren't they in the Elite Eight last year? 
George Mason? No. Oh, Miami? Miami. Were they in the Elite Eight last year? I don't remember that. They went on a run. Look it up while I read this next text. Haven't watched episode four yet, so I'm not judging, but Joel Dahman is awesome. Wow. Big sucker to scoots. Listen to some of his podcasts with No Laying Up. It's a great golf podcast. And subpar, he's awesome. Really funny. Loves to drink and have a good time. I don't know any golfers that love to drink and have a good time. Wait, what, why suck it to me? I didn't say anything about Joel Dahman. Oh, I thought it was you that was hating on Joel Dahman. I like Joel. He's just not good at golf. Oh, I thought you were saying that he was boring. <laughs> that that episode was Uh Yeah, you're right. Miami did go to the Elite Eight. Wow, Scoots. Good take memory. that. Good memory. Rewind it back. Who uh who they lose to? They lost to Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Got killed by Kansas. Killed by Kansas. Upset Auburn by 18 points. Man. Oh, big old second to Auburn, too. Auburn. Another team. Can't really figure it out. Find out more about it on Saturday, but we're not looking ahead, Scoots. Nope. We're not looking ahead. Uh another oh, wait, actually, I'm gonna take a break. I'm going to take a break because Texter brings up a story that I really need to discuss. Final break. When we come back, wrap up the Thorns text line, talk some football, and share our predictions for tonight's game between the Cats and the Gators. 7 o'clock, ESPN, Tom Hart, Jimmy Dykes on the call. Woohoo! Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back with Kentucky Roll Call. you by our friends at Shady Rays. Shady Ray sunglasses. The best shades on the planet. Stylish. Affordable. Use promo code for Big X at 25% to check out. Today's going to be a great day to use it. 25% at checkout. Big X. ShadyRays.com Personal to Thornton's text line. So Scott's assistants are leaving him like flies. So funny that since he thought this would be a good hire. Man, it is. I'm very amused, Scooter. I'm very amused because we saw this pattern with Satterfield at UofL where his highest-ranking assistants would find a way to finagle a job in the NFL, and then we would be sold a bill of goods that this was a promotion. Satterfield got hired in December. He brought seven of his 10 assistants over, and I think all three new guys that he hired have all left within the first two months. They saw the writing on the wall and were just like, I got to get the hell out of here. One of them, uh, so Tom Manning, he was with Iowa State for a while. Uh, Basically, Dan Campbell's right-hand man. He got fired, gets hired by Satterfield. Is there like a month or two and is like, eh, I think I'm going to go to the NFL. I think that might be a safer bet for me. Another guy's leaving to actually go coach for John Summerall at Troy. It's just, it's so funny. 
so funny that history, history is repeating itself, and it's only been two months. It was that quick. All right, is your is your mic working, Scoots? No. Uh, I, yeah, I'm sure they get, you know they get paid for you know the month or two that they're working or whatever. Um, I don't know. Scoots is it's gone kaput. But it is just a hilarious mess. It's going to be very, very entertained by Scott Satterfield's move to the to the Big 12. There will be headlines. Plenty of headlines. Oh, there we go. Oh, you hit it. It came back, and then it died. Oh, well. There we go. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> closer to home. Kentucky announced some staff additions. C.J. Conrad sticking around. I was wondering what was going to be next for him. Uh, you know, you can only be a GA for so long. You got to you got to graduate eventually. So he graduated, and Kentucky is promoting him to an analyst role, quality control analyst, which I think is a good move for C.J. because he can just hitch his wagon to Liam. And follow Cohen wherever his next stop goes. Pretty pretty good wagon to hitch yeah, to. Yeah, and I, th- I think if Cohen would have stayed in L.A., then he might have tried to hitch his wagon out there. Um, nevertheless, he's well-respected in that locker room. Uh, he does a lot of recruiting stuff when kids are on campus, you know, like the kind of it, – it helps having a young person there to relate to the mm. guys, right? So uh, – and – the the other part too, like he he he's a good conduit between players, and I'm not saying he's the tight ends coach, but he does a lot of the stuff, right? Um, the the kind of in the film room, pointing things out. Um, so he do, he does a lot to help Vince Marrow. That was big, and then they also hired a guy uh, who's a third generation coach, uh, Pfeiffer, third generation special teams coach, which. Um, I did find it the day he got his announce his hire got announced. His dad got fired as a special teams coach of the NFL. So nice, crazy day in the family. But it, I, I do need to confirm with UK if that means that Matt Sackis is going to still be there or not. That I'm not sure of. But Kentucky certainly, it shows that they're 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 taking special teams seriously. No question about that. Let's get back to this text on 502-414-1450. I'm sure you guys will address the Brandon Miller saga, so here's my text as a reminder in case you all don't. Oh, we we just beat you to it, Texter. <laughs> so, the list of coaches to replace Cal when he leaves just keeps getting smaller. Oates, Beard, and Holtman all got their names marked off this year. It's almost like uh, it's almost like putting somebody on the, like in a death pool, right? Yeah. Don't want them in the... Uh, if there's anybody you don't want for Kentucky, just mention their name now. Who? Because <laughs> they'll be marked off the list in no pro- no time. Okay, Holtman was on there. Um, let's see, who do we not want back in? Rick Stansberry. Tom Crean. <laughs> yeah, Tom Crean. Put him <laughs> on the list. <laughs> Obviously, it's not the big story here, but Nate Oates, off the list. Absolutely. Yep. He gone. Kirby says, remember when BBM was screaming for Nate Oates this season, wanting to fire Cal, the guy who's had huge success and constantly shows compassion and willingness to give Kentuckians while winning at a high clip majority of the time? The Nate Oates that's covering up for his star who supplied the gun and blocked in a car that led to a murder? 
Let alone the fact that his other play is being charged with capital murder. Absolute insanity this has been worked the other way on and hasn't come out until now. None of the business to ruin lives, but how you let that kid play without any repercussions is beyond me and despicable. Be careful what you wish for, BB, and grass is not always greener. That's a perfect example of it. The fact that they didn't even suspend him for a little bit, just... Goodness. Whew. Took Mizzou money on off TJ's tip, even though he said take the points. I still appreciate it. Yep. Need the Hoosiers money on to come through. Oh, no. Man, I didn't turn out so good. Yeah, didn't turn out Kirby. Sorry, Kirby. So how the hell did we lose to Mizzou? They look like a different team than the one that went nuts versus us. I don't have a good explanation. That was it was during my Nashville trip, and I we were busy during the second half doing Nashville things. Like UK had their bowl event at that time. But yeah, I, Kentucky looked a lot worse. Mizzou hit a lot of shots in that game. A lot of shots. Not going to lie, did an old man slap to my knee and said, how about that? From reading that UK Athletics isn't stopping the beer train running into Kroger Field this fall. Additionally, Scoots Rippets are the Dr. Thunder version of Red Bull. Oh, okay. Hmm. The Dr. Thunder, that's a good call. <laughs> they gained popularity overseas. I drink about 70 of them while I deployed to Afghanistan. Near the end of the war in Afghanistan, they became less frequent and were basically like currency between soldiers well, there's your history lesson, Scoots. And TJ, how about Mitch doing a solid for his buddy and opening open beer cells to start a baseball season? Go Cats. That's from Nate. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for your service. And, yeah, UK, open beer cells. Scoots, did you see how much a beer costs, a cold one at Kentucky Proud? No, Park? I didn't. How much? Guess. $7. Nine. Yeah, that's pretty standard. But that's not – it's like what we brought up the other day. It's not a great price point for students. No, no, not a great. I mean, not a great price point for anybody, if we're being honest. I was hoping it would be more like seven. Yeah. But, um, you know, beggars can't be choosers. We've been begging for it. Now we can't just say, no, I'm not going to drink this $9 beer. Really proud of Drew Franklin. He got beer number one. (laughs) He didn't get a White Claw? No, he got the, the first Bud Light. Ever sold officially. Oh, he like got the actual first The one. actual first beer. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> actual first beer sold at the UK Athletic Events. Uh, the Batcats did get a win yesterday. Beat John Purple Aces 6-3. to three. Uh, There were three sack bunts, two bunt hits, three stolen bases. So That's what he said he was going to do. All the small things. Yeah. Chaos. What, is that what they called it? Chaos on the bases or something? Not sure. Yeah. Either way, um, they, uh, they got the win. That's what's important. You got the win. It was a beautiful day. Got the season started off on the right foot. I do need to mention the softball team. Uh, third straight game that Stephanie Schnoover's got uh, shut out. Complete game with 10-plus strikeouts. Wow. She's freaking dominant. Um, Thought you were going to say they tied again. No, one one nothing, and they're going to be out in uh, uh, Palm Springs for the weekend, playing four ranked teams in three days. <laughs> so it's uh, they put them to work, but at least they're doing it in paradise. Another texture on Thorns text on says, Keith here, boys. It's that time of the year. I'm clipped into first class, the only way to go. I'm away to Vegas for a week, enjoying this Tennessee and A&M game. 
What happened to the Hoosiers, Scoots? I told you last night, Keith. He reached out to me, asked me about the Hoosiers. I told him I don't trust any of it. And he's like, oh, I'm betting it anyways. That's on you, Keith. That's not on me. I told you my thoughts. Have fun in Vegas, pal. Once a, once every two weeks. This meal he's eating, it looks like a... I can't figure out what that is. A steak. Like corn and green beans under it or what? I don't know if that's a soup. It looks like a sort of stir fry kind of meal. With uh, bourbon and water. I mean, he's, he's living high on the hog. I'm thinking it's Salisbury steak. Would you serve it in a bowl over... It's weird. Either way. First class, man. We don't know anything about nope, it. Nope. Don't know anything about <laughs> it. Good morning for Nick Roush. It's not what he said, but I'm going to say it anyway. In his home garden, are the tomatoes riper this time of year? No, they're not. Um, if you do have any garden tips, though, go ahead start planting that out. Yeah. Got to start planting that out. You want to plant my garden? Like Got a me. couple garden boxes. I just don't use them. Like the small boxes? Small flower boxes? No, they're like the, I don't know, if I had to guess, maybe six by six. Oh. Are pre- they're pretty big. You should plant some, uh, some maters. One of them is a, our holding pit for our small sticks for the fire pit. <laughs> the... Um, and you probably won't eat a lot. A zucchini is like the easiest thing to grow. Mm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that. You like tomatoes though? Sometimes. Remember we had this whole tomato conversation? How I eat them with salt sometimes. We eat them. We eat banana peppers. Banana peppers are very mm, easy too. No. So you're just. I don't eat fruit or vegetables. <laughs> so growing a vegetable garden probably not a good idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> no, go, go to waste. Maybe you can try growing a watermelon. Mm, not a big watermelon guy. What? Everybody's watermelon. No, nah, watermelon's one of the, it, it, in my opinion, watermelon's the most overrated fruit. Wow. Hot take. You and Trevor out on watermelon. Trevor yeah. like doesn't like real watermelon. He just likes watermelon flavor. The I'm, fake watermelon. I'm actually with Trevor on that. <laughs> yeah. You are crazy. <laughs> you prefer the artificial, t- do, you like, do you like the fake banana taste over the real banana taste too? I'd rather have a real banana, but I do like the banana flavoring. Oh God. It's so gross and fake. That's why you're drinking a Big Red this morning. You like just bubble artificial gum. flavors. <laughs> Wait, bubblegum? Yeah. You know, I... Uh, so you're wh- drinking a bubblegum flavor? So when I was living down in Jacksonville, I've, I've drank Big Red my whole life. I was living next to this little gas station, convenience store type deal. They sold Big Red by the two liter for 99 cents. Yeah. So when I was living in Jacksonville, I drank the crap out of some Big Red. Brought some to work one day. And I let a coworker try it. She had never had it. She took a drink, and that was her reaction. She was like, it tastes like bubble gum. So ever since then, every drink of Big Red I take, I'm like, hmm, she's right. It kind of tastes like bubble gum. <laughs> I never thought that until oh, she said it. Oh, man. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I did also want to mention in the coaching moves, Florida just lost their defensive play caller to the NFL. Ooh. So... Suck it, Gators. Yeah. Big old suck it, Gators. And suck it tonight, too. Big old suck it. I think Nick meant meat spinner, not meat grinder. Um, I see what you're trying to do there to make a joke. No, I did not mean that. <laughs> Anyone know what the atmosphere was like at the baseball game? Them selling tall boys, I imagine it had a post-apocalypse Walking Dead vibe, and only the strong survived. <laughs> uh, weird uh, adults can act responsibly. Yeah, I didn't see any reports of somebody acting crazy at the game. Nothing. No chaos? Nobody streaking naked on the field? Nope. Crazy. Crazy that it wasn't crazy. 
Uh-oh, Scoots, I've got some bad news for you from Steve on the Thornton Stexon. Trace Jackson Davis has already announced he was leaving after the season. We'll see. Oh! Don't don't, don't crush my dreams, Steve. They're, that hope's still alive. I mean, if here's the thing with Trace. You've got not only Neil, which he is absolutely killing it on. He's got a sign right up the road here. Um, oh, what's it for? John Jones. Is that a car dealership? Car dealership, yeah. Gotcha. But not so. Not only that, but if Trace did come back for another year, statistically, he would be at the top of every category in Indiana history. So that's pretty cool legacy to leave when you think, well, I could go to the NBA or I could come back and potentially win a championship. Probably not, but potentially. And I would be at the top of all the statistics. Come on, he. Uh, it's not. It's not he's impossible. Top five in scoring now, correct? He is. Yeah, past Woodson. Pretty crazy. Pretty pretty crazy. Another texture says Purdue's been to two. They beat Tennessee in the Elite Eight a few years ago. It's a few years ago. Forty-three years ago. Uh, te- texture. Yeah, it was nineteen eighty. Was their last one. It's more than a few years ago. <laughs> So I was trying to think back. They had um, what's his name, the the guard, Kason, Carson, that game against oh, Virginia. Oh yeah, gosh, what was his name? Man, I hated that guy. He was really good. Yeah, he played for Cal on that uh, team that went to Egypt, the Team USA team. He was the best player on that team, and I didn't understand why he wasn't more highly recruited. Um, man, that's gonna kill me that I can't think of his name. That was a very Carson Edwards. There you go. Yeah. It was a very fun, uh, very fun team. But yeah, Purdue, uh, big big time Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight vibes from Matt Painter. Who? How, how can you guess how many years Matt Painter has been the coach at Purdue? Yeah, um, twenty two. Man, not the worst guess. Seventeen years. Oh, huh. which I would have thought it actually would have been longer because he was around. When I was in high school, because our coach chewed his ass out. <laughs> For what? We, we went to a team camp up there, and we were one of, it was almost all Indiana teams. And so we got shafted with our draw. Like, it was one of those things where we played three games, and if you won X amount of games, then you got to play at Mackey, right? Mm. So we play at Mackey. Well, we had just, we had like an hour's rest between games, and we'd beaten some good teams, and the team we played, it was their second game of the day, and they just ran us off the court. Uh, so, yeah, our coach was like, this is a terrible setup. What the hell are you doing? You don't care. And yeah. <laughs> and he, in fact, did not care because we were just some Kentucky school. He was there to cater to the Indiana schools he was going to be recruiting at. Must not have had any recruits, yeah. No, no, we did not. Did he take over straight up for Katie? I think so, yeah. Huh. Which is surprising. I didn't think Katie lasted till what, 2005? I guess he did. Crazy. P. Diddy from the city is trying to defend himself because they beat Tennessee in the Sweet 16 to get to the Elite Eight. There you go. Suck it, P. Diddy. Yeah. They're still terrible. Manuel Crimson baseball season right around the corner. Going to have to go out there and watch him, watch him throw some gas. There we go. Right that would be fun. Yeah, it's right down the road for me. Excuse me. We'll go, we'll, we'll go, we need to get uh, the boss man to tell us when, when he's starting. There you go. We'll get out there for a game. John here. Good morning, everyone, and happy Ash Wednesday to all. I will give up red meat on Fridays, and I will also add at least a 15-minute daily reading out of the Bible. Don't you have to give up red meat on Fridays anyways? Yeah, yeah. 15 minutes of... That's only a Catholic thing, right? 
it, did Christians do the whole no meat on Fridays? I don't know. I thought it was just Catholic. I mean, one of my grandmothers was not. She was Presbyterian, and she didn't eat meat. So it might be for some Christian denominations. But it is very Catholic. Like, even year-round, you know, my grandparents' generation, they just only ate fish and grilled cheese. On every Friday? Yeah. Year-round? Yep, year-round. So <laughs> they rolled. Hey, I'm glad it's game day. I have the cats keeping this momentum of winning and getting this victory by seven, and the MVP will be Reeves. Guys, I feel like we're on our way to a seven seed. Well, got to go talk to you later. You'd take a seven seed. Just feel like Reeves is probably due for a big game, though, right? Seems like it. Yeah. Don't but the, in all honesty, there's a lot of guys that are due for a big game. I could see this one being a blowout tonight. Oh, okay. We'll say that for predictions. Charles Manson never actually killed anyone. Wrong spot, wrong time. <laughs> Did you ever watch the, what's it called movie? The uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that was about that? Uh-uh. I actually went to the movies with Trevor. What? To watch it. Yeah. It was me, Brooke, and Trevor during the summer. That is so random. Yeah. No way. And I, I don't think it's the last time we went to the movie theater, but I mean, this was pre-kids. I'm just picturing you, Brooke, we saw and Trevor. Last summer, but yeah, me, Brooke, and Trevor went to the movies to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was a slow burn. Tarantino can do that. It has really good moments. And very fun though. That's hilarious. I'd love to hear Change Brooks. History. I'd love to hear Brooks' side of things that night. <laughs> it was a matinee. It was a matinee. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Trevor was awake. Yeah, he was. This was. Uh, hell, this might have even. I mean, it was so long ago. He was probably still producing our show. Mm. But yeah. that was three movies I've seen ago in the movie theaters. Not a big movie theater. You know, the last movie I saw in theaters. What? Uh, the live remake of Lion King. Jesus, good. Long, you should have seen Top time. Gun in the theaters. That was. Fun. I still do need to see Top Gun. Yeah. It's a very fun movie. I might go. Did you see on Super Bowl Sunday? Did you see the preview for Air? Oh, the the so movie about Jordan. Here's the thing. I kind of know this story because it's been very well talked about. Mm-hmm. So I'm not interested. But then when I really? saw the people who were in it, I'm like, this has to be a good script if. You're getting these A like yeah. Ben Affleck. It's uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, and then even the the lady from How to Get Away with Murder, who's real dramatic. Uh, I can't think of her name. Viola Davis, maybe. Yeah, Viola Davis. They have some very some actors with some chops, so it has to be pretty good. But eh, I'll wait till it comes out. The only one that I would maybe consider seeing in theaters for the experience would be Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> that movie is wild. Well, and. Especially because the, the local ties, right? Uh, the Kentucky for Kentucky people have the bear. And I know it's going to be a ridiculous version of the actual events that happened. But it still is pretty nuts that this this actually happened. Um, and I know we were asking for book recommendations. I want to read The Bluegrass Conspiracy. Because that's where this is all coming from. Is cocaine trafficking around Lexington really? in the 80s. And in The Bluegrass Conspiracy. Um. So that should be should be fun. I wouldn't mind going to see the previews for A Man Called Otto looked really good. Wouldn't mind seeing that in theaters. A Man Called Otto? Yeah, with Tom Hanks. Hmm. I don't know if he's like autistic or what. I, I don't I'd have to read into it more, but yeah, it looks really good. 
I mean, these are movies though that I, they can mostly wait until they come out later. Oh, he's me. so on the preview it says he is the grumpiest man in America. Ah, uh, oh. so it's right up your alley. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and while we're doing movie talk, uh, before we wrap it up, there is a trailer for a movie called Sixty Five, where it's dinosaurs are on the Earth and humans show up, like so, like from another planet, like futuristic society. I think that could be interesting. Yeah. And it's Adam Driver. It's out, like the action. Out movie. on that. Because I feel like it could be just a good, I like a good dumb action movie and like kind of getting drunk off bourbon on like a random night. The, the, yeah. So s- sign me up for a random night. There's a Chris Pratt movie that's not great, but it's fun on Amazon mm-hmm. that checks that box. Chris so, Pratt. Just a good a- action movie that's not too cheesy with its CGI. Can't be too cheesy with the CGI. It was weird for me seeing Chris Pratt in um, Parks and Rec, where he played kind of like a dummy, and then seeing him in Jurassic Park, where he was like super serious savior type guy. Man, I was I was following along when he was the OG. And then he went in Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a nice uh, in between. Yeah, I never saw that. Guardians of the Galaxy, good superhero movie, Scoots. You can suspend reality for a little while. You can find it. Uh, somebody said, yes, it's Viola Davis. Put some respect on her, na- or her name. She's an EGOT winner. I do think it's kind of lame that we're blowing up on EGOTs now because it's people just reading their autobiographies so they get spoken word Grammys. By the way, those two texts came from Say, who completely ruined me this morning, so thanks for that, Say. He sent in a picture, uh, I guess a selfie, I assume it's him, to the Rutherford show. I guess that was probably yesterday. I just, I, I like... Not know what people look like more. Oh wow! Granted, he kind of does look like what I what I was what picturing. I would say, but yeah. yeah, I just I would rather not know. That's kind of like the golf scramble. Kind of took it out of me because I figured out what a few of the listeners looked like. <laughs> it is weird. It is seeing people you hear all the time or just read from them. To him, it probably does. Really, uh, no idea what that means out of context. That but was here. me saying that basketball, his basketball team, does mean more than someone getting murdered. It's pretty apparent. NATO's. Yeah. <laughs> bad taste in our mouth this morning. Say, I didn't mean anything bad by that. We're not going to read your last text, but I didn't mean anything bad. I yeah, promise. Just, it's just weird when you <laughs> hear voices or read people's words and you, you, you imagine this picture of them and yeah. when it's not them, it's yeah. just, it just throws you off. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure me and the Scoots do not match our voices whatsoever. You know what doesn't match up? Kentucky versus Georgia. Should That's be a huge mismatch. Florida, you mean? So I said Kentucky versus Florida. I thought you said Georgia. I kind of was mush mouth. <laughs> Sometimes my words don't make sense. So not a great trait to have on the radio, but we're still here talking. We've talked about this game today. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. I expect it to be talking about a Kentucky basketball win. TJ Walker expects a Kentucky basketball win. He's predicting a 66-65 to 65 win for the Cats. But he didn't give us an MVP. So we get MVP. both it. We get to pick MVP, even though I think I think I may be in last now. Yeah, and I think I was in the leader, but I don't know what happened in the last game. We, we all kind of differed. I think TJ did t- make a nice little jump because he picked the Cats to beat Tennessee. Yeah, I'm definitely in last now. I forgot that. I'm kind of with TJ here where I don't – I expect Kentucky to win but not – cover right like we're they're leaving some on the bone but they just kind of grind out a win it's just kind of uh not not great but um jacob toppin is the one who ultimately hits enough shots 
Uh, rebounds well down the stretch. Gets a double-double. Uh, Kentucky 8-1 and one when he has 15 points or more. I think he's going to pass that mark once again. Cats improved to 9-1, pick up the third straight quad one win. But it, even though they should handle Florida pretty easily, I just I just don't. Things Right when you expect things to be going well for this team, that, that they get a little rocky. I think it's going to be a little rocky before they, they squeeze out a win. Scoots? Hmm. So you're going top in his MVP? Top in MVP, three-point win for Kentucky. But you think it's going to be a big win for the Cats? I do, yeah. I'm I'm all over Kentucky tonight. Give me like 74 to, let's say, 63. And oh, wow. W- without Castleton, Oscar goes crazy tonight. Jatoba's big guy, big boy. I'm not scared. Not, not scared. scared. Bold strategy, too, Scoots, picking 11 points. Yeah, it's going to be a big game. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We'll be back tomorrow. 7 p.m. tip-off, so we're not going to be too groggy. It's not going to be too late for us. We'll be refreshed, ready to rock and roll to talk about another Kentucky basketball win. Each one getting more and more important as we edge ever closer to March Madness. For TJ Walker, who's out today, get to feeling better, buddy. Justin Kalen, I'm Nick Roush. This has been Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X Sports Radio.